0: Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll get fast speeds and the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with Xfinity XFi. Plus, ask about enhanced security for safer browsing and more. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to switch today. Restrictions apply
1: everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the politics and religion podcast that always wants to make sure that we have consent before we begin. How are y'all doing out there in the big wide world? This is this is X and I'm your captain this episode and uh, this is episode number 237 and whether you're a new listener or someone who's been with us for the past four years uh, that we've been doing this show, I think I speak for everyone when I say that we're glad to have you along for the ride. So joining me tonight, we have my co-hosts Felicia Entwistle and Kyle Steenblake. Welcome you too. <laughs> So Kyle, what have you been up to for the past week? Anything in particular that you want to share with our audience out there?
2: Well, um, so I had uh, two two reviews uh, posted up: uh, Attila battling Joel,
1: which Alita.
2: That's right, Alita. <laughs> My fucking dyslexia that pops up.
1: You're, you're going to have people just be like, "What the? What was yeah. that? <laughs> it was dyslexia, guys." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, uh, every time every time i see that title like oh, Attila. no
1: though no, i no. i would read that fucking manga i'd read that manga so hard it'd be like Attila the battle angel like i'm there <laughs> i i
2: would i would too no alita alita battle angel uh it was it was a very good movie actually
1: i'm surprised a lot of the shots that i've seen of it how much cg there really is mm-hmm. this is an animated movie this is not re- there's well, some live action.
2: <laughs> no, I'm the majority of the majority of the the animation is the uh, uh, Alita.
1: Yeah, it's all mocap is, and stuff. But
2: yeah, it's all mocap uh, performance capture, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But ninety percent of everything else is practical.
1: Cool. I mean, thank Ro- you, Robert, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, you know? Robert
2: Rodriguez built built practical sets so that there was as much as much practical and as much real as possible to to contrast uh, and make the blending of the the performance capture animation that much better and it it was that that it worked phenomenally well
1: now we'll be having his uh, movie review going up on the uh on the YouTubes. He's already got yep. it on his channel. You can always get it there at Rants and Reels. Mm-hmm. Um but it's also gonna go up on the Utah Outcast channel here on Thursday, so you might want to go check that out.
2: Yep. And then uh the, I got to see the uh, you know, Valentine's Isn't It Romantic Uh
1: which the is the fuck is that movie? <laughs>
2: It's a Rebel Wilson comedy. Oh, okay. It's yeah, that one actually be, looked pretty it's funny. It's supposed to be a satire of romantic comedies, uh, but it's just shit.
1: It ends up being just another romantic comedy? Yeah. Man. I thought for sure she was going to like turn it on its ear pretty good.
2: No, no not really.
1: Uh, so, g- what I'm hearing is, uh, go watch Delirious. It's the better movie that had the same plot line, essentially. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> And yeah. for, for those that aren't of the generation that Kyle and I are in, that was a John Candy movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> where he gets stuck in the soap opera that he writes for. Right, it's a good fucking movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: go watch that. Same, same basic plot, but done a lot yeah. better. Um, and then uh, we—I just recorded another uh, "Push My Buttons" uh, podcast
1: with good friend of the show, Luke Huntzaker. Good
2: Good friend, good friend of the show, Luke. Uh, this one we played halo and i got to bring my 10 year old son and he kicked our (laughs) he kicked our ass in multiplayer so that was a lot of fun
1: um original halo had blood gulch that was the best oh yeah of course of
2: course of course we played blood, blood gulch uh but we, no we got but if have... you're playing like
1: 2v2 that's a big fucking map it is.
2: <laughs> but we had a we had a lot of fun handing him a you know a 20 year old xbox controller going this is twice as old as you the dude and <laughs> the thing is massive
1: <laughs>
2: and he still kicked our asses we were like ah, we're gonna disadvantage you here's the original controller we get the new ones <laughs>
1: I actually preferred the big controller. I love. Yeah, that no, the big controller is
2: actually a little more comfortable to use.
1: Oh man, when the Xbox first came out, too, like they had the controller cords that were like extra long, and I'm like, yeah. they get it, they get it, they understand. That that system was great. I've got like three of them over here against my wall because <laughs> if one ever happens to break down, I got a couple of backups. Yeah, it's a good system.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so go uh, go check those out. Those are going to be dropping over the next three weeks. We recorded three of them back to back. It was. That was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I had to give him a real hard time because your guys' Onimusha one came oh, out. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, that was a kind of
1: he had technical difficulties. That
2: was an issue. That was an issue with the
1: the, the video capture. The, I the think.
2: video capture that we used on the the PS2, uh, it 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 didn't want to play nice, <laughs> and there was just nothing we could do about it.
1: You're like, well, here it is. Enjoy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Now he's asked me to come over and do some stuff too, but I'm just like, uh, Saturdays with that and the Utah outcasts, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> as much as I would love to. I just I cannot dedicate that much. Well, it sounds like you had a good week. Uh I'd like to think that uh oh, I guess I could share it with people since this is the one that's gonna be coming out on the uh the week that I'm not around. Yes, you are getting this while I'm on vacation. So I am currently in the magic kingdom of uh Disneyland. And The Universal Studios and and just you know slumming around Anaheim. So (laughs) I don't know. It's supposed to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, I'm having a good time and not considering suicide. Um, we'll see. I mean, we're going to Southern California in in February, so it's going to be like sixty degrees.
2: Yeah. I mean, just a tip: if you're gonna if you're gonna jump out of the ride, yeah, do the the Matterhorn. Yeah, I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, jump out in the Matterhorn. It's really going to be. The most satisfying death.
1: Well, I was hoping for like artistic points by slaughter, like slashing my throat during the haunted mansion. You know, that's what I was hoping oh, for.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, you could do that. That'd be great.
1: Be like, let's add to the story. Look, I'm going to haunt this place. <laughs> 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 razor across my neck. <laughs> oh, shit. I fucked up. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and
2: uh, next week I'm, I'm not going to be here.
1: Oh, is this the one after the after?
2: Uh yeah, on the the twenty second. Oh okay. For the twenty third.
1: Anything interesting going on?
2: I'm going to be at the Wizarding Days convention.
1: Oh yeah, that yeah. is coming up. Yeah, I I've, I've got
2: that. a I've got a table there on author Island.
1: Hmm. I've thought about going. I went one time and it was okay, but it was like the first year of it being set up, and it's like this is kind of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: yeah, no. If you're if you're in the area and. uh Come say hi.
1: Now Felicia is here for the episode. You're just not hearing her because she said she needed to pee. But with the length that she's been gone, she's good. I'm it. not going. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying what else she might be doing. I'm <laughs> just saying <laughs> she'll be back. <laughs> anyway, this is the Utah Outcast, and we will be right back. Hi, I'm God,
3: and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics. On Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, alright, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kinda already did that, but, uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you, not, can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. Alright, look, Lucy. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm going to kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm going to give him swords all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm going to kill all of his livestock. Just, uh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. And I'm going to blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that.
4: If you're a new listener, just type in Pentagon-tested gay bomb on Iraq. They consider, no, they didn't consider using it. They've used it on our troops. In Vietnam, they'd spray PCP on the troops, Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> you think PCP, some horse tranquilizer something? <laughs> they got stuff that'll whack your brain permanently. Brain chips in the troops. They give the troops special vaccines that are really nanotech that already re-engineer their brains. Now, there it is, the gay bomb. Look it up for yourself. I mean, this is what they're... What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. And I'm not saying people didn't naturally have homosexual feelings. I'm not even getting into it, quite frankly. I mean, give me a break. You think I, I'm like, oh, shocked by it. So I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand
1: that? Ugh, ugh, serious crap. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. Facebook recently removed 22 pages associated with conspiracy theorist Alex Jones from its platform. Oh,
0: my goodness. In this
1: last couple of days.
0: Why do you uh, have 22 Casey, pages? That's a lot.
1: So Casey Newton at uh, the Verge reported this, and this comes to us from Right Wing Watch that Jones experienced massive deplatforming last August for violating guidelines on multiple platforms that forbid hate speech, harassment, and violent rhetoric. And, and that's he said, all "He does the guy reports here. He says previously Facebook would prevent administrators of banned pages from creating similar pages in the future, but the company found that some administrators have attempted to a- thing, excuse me uh, evade enforcement by repurposing pages." that they had created before their bands in an effort to rebuild their online community. So they built a whole bunch of software. They're
0: getting desperate. Yeah, they're getting desperate. desperate. Yeah.
1: And so today's move marks the first time Facebook has removed pages in line with the updated policy. The company did not disclose all of the ways which the freshly banned Jones's pages resembled old pages, but they said that they had used similar titles. So they're just fucking firing them off left and right on this thing. That sounds
0: about right, yeah.
1: So, a Facebook spokesperson told Right Wing Watch that all of 22 pages it removed the other day were run by people who had previously held administrative roles in the four InfoWars linked pages Facebook removed in August. Alex Jones is not an admin on all 22, but all 22 pages have people administering them who administered pages within the four that we removed last August. All four were removed in August and had more admins. I don't care about all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. On January 23rd, Facebook announced it had received, updated its recidivism policy. They have a fucking recidivism
0: policy. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing.
1: <laughs> to better prevent banned pages from duplicating in order to circumvent the ban. So, uh, let's see. Oh, it that's says the one that me- they
0: use to, like, keep women off. Who show yeah. their titties.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, so, uh, Owen Schreuer, you know, the, the guy that we... We've talked about him a couple of times. He's like the younger Alex Jones. He said, It's the last place my show had to go live on any social media. Well, do make a better show. I maybe
0: mean, yeah, the, maybe don't do yeah. hate speech. It's fine. Yeah,
1: when I when I saw this news, I went on Twitter and I was like, Hey guys, guess oh, and there was also somebody else got uh taken off of PayPal and they're like, They're trying to make me starve to death and I'm like, Hey guys, uh guess what? Uh um Utah Outcast is still on Twitter. Facebook and Patreon mm-hmm. and PayPal. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Amazing. And um <laughs> Yeah, like we're uh we're not what one would call non-offensive. So it's not <laughs> It's not causing offense. It's doing it to you hon It's the hate speech. Yeah. Yep. It's the hate <laughs> speech and the fake news.
1: And he says, "It's clearly because my affiliation with InfoWars, of no fault of my own or anything I said or did." My free speech and Roger Stone's is <laughs> oh, under
0: attack. Oh, <laughs> okay. um No, that's not free speech. No, nope. still not nope. free speech. Did, Even if
1: did the government we, arrest you? Did they arrest you?
0: No. Yeah. Even if this was like a pl- a public pa- platform that was publicly funded, it actually was developed using a lot of public funds. Oh yeah, um, oh, always.
1: All technology is.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they get a lot of tax breaks. So I mean, it pretty much is. Um but it's privately controlled because our system is fucked uh so like let's say (laughs) that uh it was though just like a public space um you're still not like you don't get just like a right to say that shit just anywhere like that's the thing is like like even if this was publicly owned it's still fucking hate speech motherfucker like go back go back to public access let's see how well Pretty that Pretty sure you. <laughs> that uh that there's even limits on what the KKK can say in their public rallies. So Yeah, just
1: ask David Duke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on InfoWars, <laughs> well
2: he can't he can't say America First anymore cuz I think that's like copyrighted now. <laughs> and he certainly can't say Make America Great
0: Again.
1: And I can't wait for the 2020 campaign to start off because his Campaign is, go- they've already registered it. Keep America Great.
0: Wait, what? David Am-
1: Huh? No, 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 no. Um, Trump, sorry.
0: I'm oh, talking MAGA. And- they registered Keep America Great, really? Yeah. It's yeah. not nearly as catchy as MAGA. No, it's not. No, it's what? CAGA now? KAGA? No, Keep America Cag. Great. It's just CAG. 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 What's CAG.
1: Yeah. Well, let's not forget that this is the same party that had the trump pence logo and it looked like a giant T yeah. was railing the peel yeah, that,
0: <laughs> that was amazing everyone's like did they not see no, it? no no they no it. no nope. nope. it amazing they got rid of it so fast and we just like nope didn't happen. didn't
1: happen that never happened nope didn't happen so on InfoWars, Jones and his associates lamented the ban and warned that the social media bans InfoWars had faced should be treated as a warning to conservatives and dissidents at large.
0: Um, I'm a dissident. I'm a dissident. And they're still not picking me off.
1: Like... <laughs> uh... And Jones had this to say. He's like, well, what do we do at this point? Because I'm ready for war. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, good luck mobilizing your troops without a proper communication <laughs>
2: level That's to right. get to them. <laughs> it's right. And don't worry; I mean, may, once you once you mobilize your troops, you only have to worry about the fact that they would destroy themselves within hours.
0: This guy is like; it's not like he's sophisticated enough to uh, put together like a, an actual complex network of organizers and community support. Oh. Uh, no, for him, he just means like a couple of angry guys go do a thing for me.
1: Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch.
4: And there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. And everyone who takes it up the rear, everyone who has a penis injected in his butthole, when that penis comes out, the flame will start burning. Because ain't nobody going to stick no penis in that flame. That flame will be an eternal flame coming out of the butthole of every sodomite.
1: Oh boy. Answers News. Don't I just love this program? If you don't know what this is, this is the Answers in Genesis news program that they do. I think they're going to start doing it twice a week, but uh, apparently they split the teams up, and we now have this wonderful team in front of us that you'll see here in a second of uh, idiots. That's about the, the most that I can say about this these people. And the news item that they're going to be talking about right now is uh, Disney is holding a pride parade at one of their theme parks for the first time ever. Now, just to give you guys a quick little heads up here, as I'm scrolling through their news articles that they've picked for this specific show that they're doing, I have Fox News, Fox News, Fox News, Fox News, Fox news Daily Wire, yeah, great reputable source there, Breitbart, Daily Caller, The Gospel Coalition, The Conversation, and then there's Science Daily, Silence Daily, and then Fox News, LifeSite News, France 24, Science Daily, and Scientific American and 9news.com, which is just interesting to me that they decide to go with some of the most biased news sources you could possibly find on this planet. And uh, anyway, I'm just going to let them go ahead and get started with the, the fact that Disney is holding a pride parade.
0: Disney is holding a pride parade at one of its theme parks for the first time ever. Uh, So this is coming out of Disneyland Paris, obviously, in France.
1: Obviously. You know, there's other places that are named Paris, too, you idiot.
0: Uh, In honor of um, what's called LGBT Pride Month, month of June, um, they're having a pride parade at Disneyland. If you want to hit the
5: next slide.
1: Boy, it's almost like if you have a group of people that are wanting to spend money en masse together, you kind of have an event for them. Interesting. You guys, uh, don't you guys, evangelicals and stuff, didn't you guys have all sorts of, uh, parties at theme parks and stuff? I mean, you guys have been pretty much 86 from every park that there is around, uh, essentially in the United States. I mean, I'm sure there's some that let you in, but you have to build your own theme parks in order to be, feel like you're welcome somewhere. It's exactly why you have a creation museum, why you have the Ark encounter, and why, uh, Jim Baker's, I can't remember what it was called, Homeland or something like that, or Heartland or some stupid name like that. That was actually ranked one of the top theme parks in the United States until, you know, he made his criminal past caught up with him. Anyway, the these guys.
6: Thank you. <laughs> I was reading the comments. I'm looking, I'm looking out, out for out you. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Avery.
0: <laughs> this will be the Magical March of Diversity Parade is what they're calling it. And this is the first official pride celebration at disney but they've been doing these sure. in the past not just in paris but in, in their locations in the u.s as well
1: so if it's not the first one how the hell are you guys saying that this is the first one next news article lady
6: well for about the past 10 years roughly i believe they've been having uh gay days at mm-hmm. disney world in different locations anaheim california and orlando florida and those are not official Disney events, but they are mm-hmm. um, sanctioned in a way. They're allowed to take place, and many people come and they celebrate Gay Day. And mm-hmm. it
0: attracts like 150,000 people just to the Orlando,
6: Florida. Yeah. So, location. warning to
1: <clears throat> seems like 150,000 people that want to spend their money going to a theme park and buying specific merch for that day, along with the people being able to upcharge on whatever. Concessions they may want. It's almost like the corporation and the free market that you guys seem to love so much. Almost cussed right there. Uh it seems to be the, the free market and everything that you seem to love about capitalism is working the way that it's supposed to. It's just not happening to your benefit, and this makes your panties in a twist.
6: Parents and families, if you're thinking about going there that in a particular time of the summer, look at when these days are happening. 150,000 people with that worldview sweeping in over that area. Watch out for that for your kids, of course.
1: Well, it's just funny that it's getting to be more and more and more and more of the people of the United States and the world are more accepting of the LGBT crowd. They're still working on the T part. That's what you guys are on right now. All of the Christians in the country seem to be so crazy about what's going on with trans people in this world. When you finally realize that, oh god, people in my family are lesbians. People in my family are gay. What's it gonna take people in your family to be trans in order for you guys to realize that, huh, maybe I'm being a bigot about all this. You can't possibly take the, the losses that you've had with every other fucking person that you've been against your whole entire miserable fucking Christian existence and realize that Shit, I was proven wrong by every one of these people, but them trans, I don't like them. Nope, that's where you guys are just being complete fucking idiots. They're people, just like we are. They just want to be left the fuck alone. Anyway, I got off on a tangent there. They're talking about Pride Day at Disney, which I would celebrate, except that's a lot of fucking people.
6: And by the way, Disney's been cashing in. Even though they may not be officially supporting <laughs> right, it, yeah. they've been cashing in. They had the uh, Mickey Mouse ears that wore the, the rainbow flag yeah. for the gay movement mm-hmm. and cookies and so forth and so on. So Cake, it yeah. should not be that much of a surprise. No, uh, it's not. It I mean, they've been sad. putting um algae... It's
1: still sad. It's still sad that a private corporation has decided to do whatever it wants to do with its own business. If you guys started doing, uh, you know, Satanic Day at the arcade, encounter first you guys would never do it but if you we could guarantee a shitload of satanists coming there and spending our money there you have to cater to the people that want to come visit your business right now you as the ark encounter in the creation museum are primarily selling it to christians which fortunately in this country there's still an ass load of but if you really wanted to make a lot of money you would make it more public friendly Imagine that. Selling stuff. Inviting people in. Selling them overpriced food. Keeping them hostage the entire day. That's how you make money off of tourists. When you guys have just a bunch of signs on walls telling people how they're going to hell and a shitty buffet near the end and fudge in the delicious fudge shop, which you should go watch my hour point five fucking live stream that I did on it.
6: I'm going to let them talk.
0: BT characters into films and into shows. And oh, yeah. Like that. It's, it's not a big shock that they're doing this. It's just
3: another way that the culture's headed. And
6: I should have put it in. I've got a slide of Disney's uh, first ever gay kiss on one of their cartoons on our cable channel.
1: Mm, yeah. yeah. Act- oh, no. Oh, no. Two people that like each other decided to kiss. They had consent and they wanted to do it. Fuck them, right? You know, fuck them for having love for each other. Fuck everything that you guys don't like. You don't like it, get the fuck out of my country. No, how about you just enjoy the fact that people love each other? If it's not for you, it's not fucking for you. Don't try to (laughs) regulate everybody's enjoyment of things. People are allowed to enjoy stuff, Last Jedi fans. Calling you Christians, you bunch of pricks.
6: Actually on a cartoon, a gay kiss taking place. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we shouldn't be surprised we see this shift happening with the gay pride and so forth.
1: How about you catch up to the rest of the world? How about that? How about you just stop giving a shit what people are parking where? How about you stop caring about what's sliding against what? How about you stop thinking about butt sex so much because it's really creeping the rest of us out you fucking Christians? Stop it! Did you know that if you're not a patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? Where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear. Or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information.
3: Oh, it's the latest rage. The ladies love it. Well, I want it. Oh, I'll take two. Yeah. Yeah, put me down too, man. Yeah. I get one. I'm game. How's it done? Just snap. I take my little machine. I take your little thing. See? I put it into this little hole here and nip the tip. Oh, uh, yeah. Who's vice? Oh, change my mind. Oh, I forgot. My, I already got one. Question. I got to work with a much younger crowd.
1: Apologies. Felicia will be back in a moment. She just needed to go get some more libation. We're going to talk about somebody in particular by the name of James Doc Green Sr. We call, he goes by Doc, I should say. Okay. Uh, he was detained recently uh, by police in Houston uh, after barging into a library there to protest a scheduled drag queen story time for children.
2: Oh, what a <laughs> special snowflake this guy is. Okay. So
1: Green was uh, previously banned from the library for similar antics, including filming children without permission. You fucking <laughs> You creepo. don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> Uh, This comes to us via LGBTQ Nation, if anybody's looking for it. uh, Green, at the time, had a concealed weapon and was disarmed by officers.
2: Wow. Great. He must Great.
1: be white. Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah, with a, ga- with a name like James Green Sr., you know. Well, no, I was go just going off
2: of the fact that, yeah, no, he was I, disarmed. He had a weapon, and he was disarmed and not shot.
1: Not shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, a spokesperson for the Houston Police Department told Outsmart Magazine that Green had entered the building about 15 minutes before the program was being. It ended, that's a bad sentence right there. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, before the program was to being. Pay your writers more, people. Come on, they're, try, they're working really hard at this. So,
0: Just an editor, <laughs> maybe, or two. Do your job. Yeah.
1: Uh, police were called when he refused to leave. Uh, a manager asked us for assistance because Green was banned from the library and would not leave when he was asked. "said Silva. Um, he was previously banned for filming children at the library and has been Ew. known to cause disturbances.
0: What on earth S- is he filming children for? I,
1: your guess is as good as mine. But know. old Maybe- white dude with guns makes me think uh, he's looking for jerk material. So
0: god damn." Yeah, yeah, and then he wants to go after drag queens for being pedophiles. It's interesting, mm. isn't it? It's amazing,
1: it? this projection that a lot of these guys seem to be doing, right?
0: That's almost like... <laughs> I see, sir. Sorry,
1: that, that was a loud meow. Oh, that was, <laughs> I that hope was that shows up.
0: Right He's a very loud meow. <laughs> and then I've got a dog in here, too, so I'm hoping that nothing terrible happens. It's a menagerie. <laughs> so
1: several officers had to escort him out, and uh, Green refused to cooperate with officers, yeah, because that's going to work out for you every fucking time. Especially
0: yeah, you're when white!
1: You're... Yeah, yeah, they're just going to be nice to you about it. Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. No, I don't want to leave.
0: Sir. Well, sir. I'm not... sir. <laughs> oh, no, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I just realized that this situation is very scary. I didn't think Dean uh, was gonna a put dog? A... And... I didn't think he was going to put his face in the cat's face, and then the cat didn't appreciate that. <laughs>
6: Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Live grenade in your lap.
1: <laughs> <app. laughs> so, uh, let's see. Green refused to cooperate with officers, was taken to the hospital after complaining of chest, p- chest pains.
0: Of course he oh. did.
1: And he happened to have filmed the encounter and posted the video to YouTube.
0: Where everyone subsequently went, fuck you.
1: <laughs> and here's one of the quotes he had on there. Where have We have a bunch of homosexuals that are molesting children he said, after being escorted out of the building. No, no,
2: no, I'm sorry. You misspelled reading.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They are doing it with your help, is what the guy's saying. It's like...
0: Says the guy who was caught filming children. I know, right? Uh,
1: While the YouTube video cuts off shortly after that, Green continued filming and using Facebook to document the encounter. So uh, the district attorney of the county declined to press charges. Police released him to the custody of the hospital.
0: Really? Really? Decline to press charges? Definitely he went white. into
2: a library in a threatening manner with a firearm. Why would you decline to press charges for that?
0: Because he's an old white guy. Uh, damn it. Fucking hell.
1: <laughs> you know, we, we can't allow those the, the, the drag queens any kind of, you know, humanity. I mean,
0: <sighs> no.
1: No. They're they're Look, they're just pedophiles. They're
0: all fucking pedophiles. He was enraged by the sight of a man in a dress. That's like a normal thing. We can't really fault <laughs> well, the guy for that. When you, when you add on, when you
2: add on top of that, they're they're educating children. You can't have. How
1: that. dare you educate just the children? It's not
0: you know. We can understand why he was upset. It's a it's a thing that people like. Yeah. God damn it! So disgusting. <laughs>
1: We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today.
2: I miss my wife. Being separated just doesn't
6: feel so right.
1: Eating buffalo wings with you just doesn't replace the physical touch that I need in my life.
3: Oh, I go to bed alone. So lonely, I just feel like I am in a cocoon.
2: I wanna be touched, oh. Somebody, please put their hands on me. I wanna be touched, oh. The gentle caress
3: of a human, please I wanna be touched, oh I'll touch
4: you if you touch me I wanna be touched,
6: oh A double H-J in the bathroom, please The bathroom, please The bathroom, please Please touch me
1: So continuing on with my 3D conversion stories that I was going to bring you guys. uh, This is probably going to be the second one. The first one was my atheism. This next one is going to be something that I know is going to make some people just cringe because that's about the best they can do whenever they hear topics like this. It's going to make some people hoot and holler and cheer. Uh, But this next selection was actually featured in uh, one of Marissa uh, Alexa McCool's books. I'm not sure which one it was. Apologies. You could probably go find it out there. Uh, if you don't know who Riss is, I feel bad for you. She's absolutely a fucking hoot. Um, she has a handful of podcasts, you know, uh, what is it? The the Scissor Getting Out of Hand, the Inciting Incident, and she's written a lot of fucking books. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and start rattling off my, my pros to all of you out there. So when someone would rattle labels off to me, I used to just shrug them off. Oh, I guess that makes me a pro-LGBT rights, cis-hetero, male shitlord, anti-feminist. At least for some time, I really was. My drug of choice was, and still is for the most part, YouTube. The channels that I subscribed to at the time, they consisted of YouTube atheism's greatest mini-bosses like TJ Kirk, The Armored Skeptic, Thunderfoot, Karen Strawn, And even the Destroyer of Mythicist, Milwaukee himself, number 2017, Sargon of a God. Sorry, I've kind of read that weird. The Destroyer of Mythicist, Milwaukee, 2017. Sorry. I watched these channels like they would be taken down at any moment. I was reveling in the mud flinging toward the screeching left-wing third-wave feminists and was a spectator sport for me at this shameful time in my life. The good news is that I was... uh, I wasn't to remain this trilby-wearing, euphoric, neck-bearded atheist for very long. Big changes were coming my way. The red pill uh, was something that was never in my future. I always thought that these folks using a plot device from a somewhat diverse cast in the 90s directed by two trans folk to explain that you're in or out of being anti-fem was uh, a bit striking, to say the least. People rarely think of what's said and where they came from and what it means or why it means that. And within the the written or spoken, you know words have meanings. The tightrope that I was walking led to two possible outcomes: you know, not red pill, blue pill, kind of thing. One was a plunge into the abyss that would have me shirk off my empathy and lead me down a path to becoming a worthless internet troll teetering on nihilism, and the other one was a more narrow path, one that actually would take effort on my part. the one that would have me nearly fall with every foot forward. The one that has led me to being who I am today. My path is focused. Uh, my efforts were measured. My mind more at ease than it's been in a long time. Um, well, at least until I go to Twitter. I didn't see my blind spots then. And like many folks in this world who want to thank their good allies. it's not how it works. That's not how the system of being an ally works. They tell you when you're being an ally, you don't get to call yourself that shit. Um, And that you're so very, very fucking woke. Again, don't ever use that on yourself. It makes you sound stupid. The real truth is that you have so very, very far to go before you get anywhere close to being either one of those. At one time, I used to laugh at the third wave feminists, the social justice warriors, the crowd of college age intellectuals that at a time felt like they were pushing for censorship. They were all prey to the media I consumed, and I lapped it up like someone who just spilled single malt on the hardwood flooring. You you get down on your hands and knees and you lap that shit up. Watching how people got, you know, triggered, even though at the time I had no idea what that term was like or had a wholly inappropriate to describe what was really going on, uh, it filled me with a sense of satisfaction that would be hard for me to place a finger on these days. I'd say that Richard Spencer getting clocked would be about the closest one there. But I'm still working on myself, so work in progress, everybody. It wasn't until more than a year had passed before I started to come to the realization that people like me were being assholes for no good reason, and not even using a single smidge of empathy to see life from the perspective of those who were protesting or speaking out. I was a shitlord. And for many, becoming a better person, getting involved in activism, and starting to develop a sense of the world that exists outside of the walls of my skull, it's not really a goal. There are a multitude of people in the facts not feels atheist movement that are perfectly content with getting the answer to whether we have sufficient evidence to believe that there's a God that exists or, you know, it it stops right there. I know all of this because I was that person. I just knew that atheist rights were the most important thing to fight for, the most righteous battle in which I could be a standard bearer. And I was supremely wrong there were quite a few people within the atheist movement that helped lead me out of the pit by simply teaching me indirectly, you know, podcasts or magic for that, that the same reason I was an LGBTQ rights activist, even though I felt like at the time I wasn't a member of that community, this could also be applied to feminism, not being just for women. And I know the arguments against this too, but it is also good for men as it will help dissolve the patriarchy and rid The gender role structure that we all set up for some fucking reason. It was probably at that point where I started actually listening to what feminists had to say, and little by little, the world started making a little more sense through that lens, and I was being incessantly mean to people who had the interests of people outside of their own cliques in mind. Sorry, cliques. I was being such an asshole. Of course pay gaps exist. Of course women scientists have a hard time harder time in college with their the classes they want to go into. Of course women stay quiet about sexual assault because of how uh, rape is rape culture is a thing figuratively elsewhere. I do want to go back a bit. I realized that I did seem to agree with a lot of problematic statements and reminding myself of them makes me shudder that I supported them at any time of my life. I was brought up as a Southern Baptist Christian youth from the South who was around casual racism most of my childhood and having very much uh into athletics dad who also served in the military and also who flirted with becoming a member of the uh, white supremacist militia in idaho during the early 90s during clinton's first time in office because the liberals were going to come for your guns any day now any day not really any day since 1992 Just like Christ is coming back any day now, the liberals are going to come for your guns. I recall hearing the N-word on many, many, many occasions growing up, as my extended family were all from rural Arkansas and grew up in the pre-integration civil rights era. I'm not making up excuses for them, you know, uh, it's ultimately reprehensible to use that word in my opinion, but as a child, growing up, I never understood what that meant and the power behind it. Kids aren't stupid. So I knew it was a derogatory statement that my family used to be, to other people of color, but it was nothing I would ever use, and for good reason. I could never be that kind of racist. Sure, I had to work my way through the mistrust of people of color that was etched into me by my parents and extended family. I'd be wrong to suggest that I never exhibited any problematic behavior. You did just read or hear me speak a lot, a lot about this shitlord stuff to women, right? I was a kid of a military parent. I saw firsthand how PTSD could fuck up relationships between spouses and especially when it came to the kids. However, growing up in the military, you learn real quick how to slide in and out of social situations really quick, how to keep your ideas to yourself and essentially make friends with anyone of any race, gender, or religion because it's about survival in the schoolyard and most of us were pretty used to uprooting our lives every couple of years. I've had to be a social chameleon for so long that the identity that made me, me, had to be pushed way down inside. Call it a coping mechanism or an excuse, but for a good portion of my life I felt like I had to be callous, I had to be hyper-masculine. I had to be someone who used irony and satire to mask the person who really wanted to do what the girls were doing. Not because I was a girl inside or I felt that way but because I disliked most of the macho and manly activities. And I really love my mom for this. She knew from a pretty early age that I was a different sort of fellow. Not special, mind you. I mean, we're all special, but different from the binary, and she was okay with that. Before being properly institutionalized in schools and in churches, I recall wearing her clothes for dress-up, I, I learning how to do girly things, even though I fucking hate that word, and learning how to do what my mom did around the house, like cleaning and cooking and sewing. I could actually I was actually able to like crochet stuff at an early age and I used to like knitting. I mean fuck you if you think there's something wrong with that. Because my household was pretty chauvinistic. Uh she treated me as the daughter of the family. And I don't mean that as a dig to anybody, I'm just saying of which I was originally supposed to be, because they saw the um ultrasound and they thought it was gonna be a girl. That's what they're planning for. So, ta-da, not a girl. And you know, trust me, I've heard about this all my life. In many ways, I am to her, her daughter. I, I have to revisit this someday because uh, once I figure out my own brain's inner workings, seriously, who gets to their mid-thirties with identity problems? Right, right. One trait about myself I know that I needed to work on was my deficient sense of empathy. It's something we all need to have more of, but rarely do we learn how to develop it. And for me. It was the years and years with fingers in my ears while my white privilege pinned to my chest with a la, 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 I can't hear you, coupled with a, I've had a hard life too. And that all kept me from actually sitting down and listening to people in their stories. And that is where the shitlord in me started to die a slow, painful, and obvious death. I had listened to gay people in the past. I listened to trans people. I listened to bi people. I listened to queer people. The whole spectrum. Everybody under the rainbow, really. Why had I not listened to anyone else? Why am I mocking people for telling me to check my pri- privilege? Why do I think that feminism is a cancer? Am I one of the baddies? It wasn't until someone cracked the facade of my cognitive dissonance so deftly, so simply, that I can recall the moment like it was yesterday. In an interview with Arn Ra, you know, the Arn Raw. Someone had asked him if he was a feminist and I chuckled to myself like, there's no way that Arn Ra's is a feminist. No way at all. Then it happened. He said he was. Wait, what? I said in my mind and thankfully the video I was watching had someone uh, push for further clarification there. Weren't feminists the ones mad at video games? Weren't feminists the ones pushing for censorship on college campuses? Weren't the feminists the ones that take a fun thing and turn it into thought control Mound of, you know, gray clay. Just no fun at all. And Aaron just simply said that he was a feminist, but I couldn't figure out how. But it was actually really goddamn simple. He played to something that I already had defined for myself about myself. I can be straight-ish and still be a supporter for the LGBTQ rights, right? I can do that. I mean, you can be a straight person and support gay rights. You can then you can be a man, and you can support equality between the sexes. But wait a minute, that's not feminism, that's gender egalitarianism. And then, all of a sudden, that fucking asshole of a brain of mine chimed in and said, Hey, asshole, if feminism isn't about male dominance and misandry, you've got a lot of apologizing to do. Oh. Oh, fuck me. It wasn't right there on the spot that I changed. But the ball had been put into motion and it would never be put back. I, I learned what others had been trying to tell me for years, that the culture we celebrate is the most amazing fucking thing on the planet it is built off a system that has kept women down, kept out marginalized groups, and ultimately built riv- rigid rules for gender and pressed flesh into them until they conformed or broke. It was pretty goddamn sobering, I gotta say. Days then turned into weeks, and I found myself killing my idols. I unsubscribed to channel after channel after hearing them frame their hate the wrong way for probably the millionth time before I put on my new ears. I started looking at the channels that were on the targets of the, the hate people, and I found myself actually learning something. My view out the window of my mind went from one facing a brick wall with a giant dick drawn on it, to seeing writ large the words behind it that said, you don't know half of what the fuck you think you know, X. My favorite podcasts at the time. And I was no longer avoiding the Black Lives Matter segments. Um, I was no longer ignoring women and people of color yelling at the world that the system I was propping up was fucking killing them. Was taking their freedoms away. And was worst of all, ambivalent to their strife. I no longer laughed at the whole having privilege thing. It wasn't funny anymore. The, my game of life had been set on easy mode while everyone else was playing a fucking legendary. I was a phony. How the fuck can I help fix this? Do people need my help? I can use my platform. I can use this channel. I can use the show to signal boost. I can use my troll powers for good. I guess I can. I can. Wait, I can help. I mean, I'm in no measure perfect. None of us may be. Hell, I hope none of us ever try to be because in many ways it's something that you'll never be able to obtain. At the very least, we can try to be better to each other, can't we? We can attempt to lift others out of situations that weren't their faults. We can listen to each other and learn what life is like through someone else's eyes. I'm still learning, and will probably be learning, as imperfect in my old age as I am now because as much as we want to stay relevant and stay on top of things, The world has a way of letting the spotlight shine on you for a brief moment of time, and your generation for just, you know, for a little bit, until it's on to the next generation for their turn. So what are we going to hand off to them? Will it be more of the patriarchal binaries and toxic roles we force upon them? Or will we finally raise it to the ground, that's R-A-Z-E, and plant again in its fertile ash? So... That's just the little bit I had about becoming less of a, uh, a shitlord out there. Um, hopefully you like that.
3: Aren't you Patrick Star? Yep. And this is your ID? Yep. I found this ID in this wallet. And if that's the case, this must be your wallet. That makes sense to me. Then take it.
1: It's not my wallet. All right. Jim Baker time for everybody. So, uh... If you don't want to see Jim Baker, this is your wrong place for you to be. So we have him uh, with a guy named Jeremiah Johnson, who I I know I've seen him on the program before. And yes, I do watch the Jim Baker show, so you don't have to. And I try to find the most delicious clips out there. And, you know, about the best thing you can give me is um, guys talking about butt stuff. And I know they're not distinctly talking about that. I infer... Quite a lot of shit based on what these people are saying. So let's go ahead and get this one started.
5: Yes, uh, I think before the igniting comes, the cleansing has to come.
1: Well, get some Taco Bell and you won't have a problem with that. Or be like me and have to start doing colonoscopies when I hit 20 years old.
5: Yay, butt cancer. Hey, how about that? I had an experience with the Lord where he said to me, the American church is crumbling well, they use some cheap
1: ass plaster or something. You, they, you, you need, you need to build the code, guys. I mean,
5: well, unless it's a really old building crumbling. Hmm. I'm sure he means that metaphorically, but whatever. Because we're giving people keys of authority that have quit on intimacy. And what? Whether- <laughs> what? Huh? I don't. I don't smoke weed or anything, but. I'd be like, what? It's the prayer chapel. We've got to get back to the place of prayer. That's it. Jeremiah 27, 18. He said, if they be true prophets, let them make intercession to the Lord of hosts.
1: (laughs) He's about to like cream in his pants over this. Like, oh,
5: oh, oh. Oh, I can't handle it. Oh, the, the the Spirit of God is coming onto me. Oh. And I believe that prophets are coming. Yes. Who are literally going to shift and shake seasons, but the primary... Well, climate change is coming,
1: so that's going to shift seasons pretty considerably. Or maybe we can get lucky, like Evangelion, and have a third impact, and or uh, a second impact. I don't remember which one it was, but it's the thing where uh, they blamed the whole atom thing exploding in uh, Antarctica on uh it being an asteroid that hit the earth but
5: we know what it really was response of their gatherings is a stirring to pray it wasn't so much about the personal prophecy i think in the prophetic movement we're so heavy on
1: what kind of movement is that is that one involving bowels because i'm at that point right now that's that's what's funny to me
5: getting a word getting a word that we're not preaching the word and I think the word of God is going to go forth, and it's going to stir a passion and a zeal for prayer.
1: Oh, God, please, I promise never to eat
5: Taco Bell ever again. <laughs> please just make this poop come out of me. <laughs> Whatever. That my house shall become a house of prayer. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. where the anointing yeah. is, that's, that's right. where the yeah. finances are. Yeah. That's right. we've, got to get, we've got to get back to God's ways.
1: All right, whatever, crazy Christian bastards. That made absolutely no sense to me, but obviously they really liked it. And just looking at the stage that they have set up there, this was recorded sometime around Christmas time, and they're trying to sell, like, colloidal silver bullshit stuff. So he's moved on from buckets onto cure-all. So when's he going to start selling the Alex Jones brain force kind of shit? I I can only wonder. But I just love that Jim Baker... And everybody who seems to be crowding around him just happens to forget about his criminal past. And I'll never understand how somebody can look at somebody who was a con man in the past and think, you know, they've changed. I think I'll be okay going with them. Uh, Once a grifter, always a grifter. And that's the case with Jim Baker. And these guys just found a way to come by and probably swing by and make a quick buck and make themselves seem more important than they really are. I have no illusions about... Oh, I get it now. I get it. Uh, ha, ha I have no illusions about the fact that I'm a nobody. I'm cool with that. I don't mind sitting in the dirt with the rest of the, uh, the small YouTube podcasters out there. It's cool. I don't have any kind of dreams of selling people bullshit that doesn't actually do anything. If I was to get a sponsorship, it would have to be somebody that I actually use their product and enjoy it. Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm looking for you guys. Sponsor this show. That'd be great. Or any other liquor that maybe want to sponsor the show. That'd be awesome, too. But it would have to be something I would actually use and something I would feel okay with selling my people. Jim Baker doesn't have any kind of regrets about doing something like that. He would gladly sell you somebody else's dick for your wife. As long as he can make sure that he can get away with the money before anybody else goes, Hey, wait a minute, that's my dick. It's all bullshit. And for the fact that people follow this and they still give money to this, it's all because he's going, God, Jesus, Jesus, God, Jesus, Jesus, Christ, God, church, 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 America, Trump. They're rubes and they're being taken for their money. And you know what? Part of me does not feel bad for them at all. I do feel bad that some people are taken advantage of. I do feel bad that people that don't have the money are giving their money to somebody that doesn't deserve it at all this asshole should still be in prison but he got out on a technicality and yet here he is doing the same shit that ended up him up in prison the first time so for people that keep going up to the scorpion and say "Oh, i'll give you a ride across the river you deserve to be stung that's all i'm gonna say
6: give me a uh liter of cola a what a liter of cola Leader of cola? Do we make leader of cola? Will you just order a large farva? I don't want a large farva. I want a goddamn leader of cola. I don't know what that is. Leader is French. Forgive me some fucking cola before I break Moose's
3: fucking lips. All right, all right, relax.
1: Stanley Rapert. Oh, you guys might know him as um, Jason Rapert because he doesn't like being called Stanley. Jason Rapert. Oh, you, d-
0: you, you know. Francis. <sighs>
1: the guy that has been uh, going toe to toe with lucian greaves and losing <laughs> every time yeah. every time uh he's mad he's super mad and he mad. he managed to affect change he's which mad? i'm sad i'm sad that this happened that he was able to affect change this way but he got pissed off at a local uh little rock brew pub called um uh, what the hell was it called vinos and it's located mm-hmm. on 923 west 7th street And brew pub I've been. It's a brew pub, like it, like pizza joint kind of thing. So it's like you can.
0: But it's called Vinos.
1: Vinos, and it's like as in uh, wine. Winos.
0: <laughs> but Vino anyway, was just Italian for wine.
1: Yeah. So they had an events planner, and they got a band to On show Vino's up at this place.
0: Veritas.
1: Yeah. There's a spring concert coming up uh, that depicted the Conway, where my mom's from. Sadly. Uh-oh! I've, I got so many,
0: by that name. I've
1: got so many local ties to this. and It's not even funny. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I was like right across the street from that place when we were out there a couple of years ago. Hey, it's the good cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the one that doesn't claw And the handsome one.
1: <laughs> the handsome cat or so. All right. So Raybert, uh wrote in a Facebook post that Vino's uh, used his picture without permission. You're a public figure. It doesn't
0: work you're like public that. A figure think, that yeah, doesn't, doesn't work, work that, that way. That way.
1: I'm going to use his picture without permission when I post this <laughs> video <laughs> in promoting a May 24th show featuring New Orleans sludge band or sludge metal band called I Hate God. And strangely enough, I've actually listened to these guys; they're not Jesus too bad.
0: Jesus Christ, Dad!
1: <laughs> <laughs> nothing should surprise you musically with
0: me. No, it's just what—that's not. No, nothing <laughs> surprises me anymore with you. Uh, no, it's I E Y E.
1: <laughs> i hate god <laughs> like,
0: i hate god, is I really? hate god. okay uh-huh. yeah that's a band name all right <sighs> yes that's fine. Is, so. I, i'm following a band called patio everyone should check <laughs> them out
1: so i mean i've listened to neutral milk hotel i mean
0: <laughs> what
1: actually one of the best albums i've actually listened to in <laughs> my life <laughs> uh, anyway back to this thing here um And he says, I call on Vinos and Little Rock to cancel this event and apologize for such a disrespectful image that shows the dehumanization of babies' lives. What? So they took the picture of him and they did like the Monty Python cut where they cut like where the lip line is and they had a baby like shoved into his mouth kind of thing.
0: (laughs) That's That's it. (laughs) That's it.
1: That's it. It was just a picture of him eating a baby. And it wasn't even, like, a good eating a baby. It was, like, shitty Photoshop eating a
6: baby. Yeah, there's
0: Renaissance paintings of hell. Like, that's, like, a pretty standard image. And, like, it's clearly a joke. (laughs) No one's literally insinuating that he eats babies.
1: He got so pissed off about this. So, he wrote in his post about the brew pub, which is located about six blocks east of the state house. And he said in an interview Wednesday that he hasn't heard back from the restaurant. And he said he decided to post about it because he felt the material was objectionable. It's offensive to a lot of people, he said. It's
0: offensive! What's this about snowflakes? I'm not offended like you snowflakes. This is offensive.
1: So, Vino's event coordinator, Christopher Terry, said in a message to the Democrat Gazette, which is the newspaper there, uh, that he did not mean to harm the reputation of the more than 30-year-old establishment. No, didn't you? Not the senator. (laughs) <laughs> but the, the the restaurant right <laughs> and he says um i meant i know i in no way meant any harm to vinos my job as a music promoter is to create buzz about the events that i host and i did just that good for you because you got a fucking yeah, newspaper article yeah, about did. him. you're gonna get people coming to that show i saw lots of comments that they gave five-star reviews for this place even probably they've never been there because they're like good for you i love you fuck you jason <laughs> <laughs> I guess I know yeah, I'm going for lunch today, some people say. And so Francis uh, <laughs> Fucking calm down, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> so the digital poster for the event was changed as of this past Wednesday. Artists featured in the advertisement were still set to perform. Uh it's just funny that <laughs> he got so pissed off about a picture of him being used.
0: Yeah. Right. Like you don't like, see Felicia. Like- You'll see
1: Felicia mad that somebody used a photo of her on the uh, on the Sinatra says video where he's flipping, where she's flipping the bird. It's like, like, oh no, they used my photo without uh, permission.
6: I'm oh. a public figure.
0: Public figure. <laughs> uh. No, like that's Stanley. legit use. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah if I use a, if I use a screen grab from whatever thing I'm using, that's legit because it's public use kind of shit.
0: Yeah, and Sinatra says, like, really, I apparently really helps it out for me. I don't know; I've never listened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched it, and well,
0: it's almost—it's
1: I- almost like these guys give up on us after a while because they're like, we're not taking the bait and doing the yeah, whole debate
0: got- me, <laughs> debate me, debate me. I don't care what you no.
1: says, and no. I'm like, mm, and nah. And also,
0: Sinatra says, really, really, <laughs> really, well, You're so cool. You're. So Oh, cool. I
1: hope you cool. piss off somebody in the future and get the estate of Frank Sinatra coming after you. I really It'd hope be that fun. If he, gets,
0: <laughs> if, he gets, if he gets enough notoriety, that would probably happen.
1: Well, that happened with uh, another kind of um, alt-light kind of guy by the name of Bearing. Christy oh, Winters has of oh, yeah. a lot of shit with him. He was using a cartoon bear as his avatar from
0: yeah.
1: um, Total Drama Island or something like that. Oh, it was something. I
0: love that show! It, it was hilarious.
1: And so he used the bear from that until he got a cease and desist from Cartoon Network, and he also had to go back and remove all like instances of
0: it in so- Fuck you, Bearing. That's shitty. Yeah. You were being <laughs> shitty. You were stealing. You were stealing. You were stealing.
1: <laughs> now there's gonna be some people like, I like bearing. Fine, you can like whoever you want. You can I like think whoever you want.
0: Don't give a shit. <laughs> That's I her don't opinion. like bearing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's gone after some people I actually really care about. So, oh, he's gone he. after some people I no, really I say, care he, about. Sorry, right?
0: yeah, pretty sure, yeah, it's, it's, a he. A, it's a he. It's a it's a it's an alt light man with an animal avatar. Uh, that one not in a suit, but they're usually some unexpected thing in a suit. I'm also
1: I've thought of, we've thought about it, and I, somebody else was kind of prodding me for it the other day. Somebody wants me to do like left wing Davis Orini videos of me like wearing a suit and so drinking funny. whiskey
0: that would be so that funny would be. i just
1: have no fucking idea how to script that
0: <laughs> you can't because he went on like two hour long rants where he didn't drink his goddamn whiskey which is the part i find the most offensive
1: <laughs> i would just use iced tea in there and just clink it around for like an hour inside the cup so, what I need to do is get a transcript of his show and just change everything that's like to misandrist to like, uh, I'm sorry, misogynist and turning it to misandry. Let's just do it that way. <laughs> that's
0: good. You could do that. that That'd is be funny. A and protect them under fair use. Yeah. <laughs> satire. great. Satire. Or I'm
1: saying we could do like a left wing Alex Jones too, but that shreds my voice. I can't
6: really do that.
4: <laughs> it's time to stop. It's time to stop, okay? No more. Where the fuck are your parents? Who are your parents? I'm going to call Child Protective Services. It's time to stop.
1: Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening this week. Uh, We are currently still on our little bit of vacation. We will be back uh, coming next week. I mean, but this week we still got plenty of stuff for you guys to enjoy. The only thing missing out of most people's lives are those patrons that like the uncut show. And that, like the live streams, Uh, we just had to skip those this week because I'm not here. And so without X being here, eh, the show doesn't really happen. But regardless of that, let's go ahead and thank those patrons. We have Evidence-Based Radio, Lorna Jerome, Amber Mulvaney, Cindy Spear, Eric Hall, Michael Stevens, Peter Hockley, Randall Gaz, Robert X... Ashton Phoenix, CPT Miller 132, Feno 3000, Gary Gerfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Michael Walker, Satan's Little Monkey, Celia Gray, A Light in the Dark, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Artawin, Cecilia Antonio, Darcy Bowman, Dave Lindop, Dave Hicks, Delroy the Goose, Desire Linward, EJ Allen, a new patron this week, Fighting for Secular Freedom, George Green, Lord Caitiff, Mike Smuda, Mike Bo- Bowman, Mike Yokum, Mr. Bible Pants, Mr. Mahoney, Patrick Neary, Roosevelt Houghton, at Shited Sprider. Some Random, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Angelica Pearson, Brooke Breitenbach, C. Lynn, Danny Lopez, hey, Jeff Linville's back, welcome back, sir, Jacob Bream, Joshua Abadie, Skeptic Mafia, Stephen Andrews, Timothy Smith, Michael Thompson, Michael Lundgren, and Will Nash, and we also have Andrew Medina, Brian Ross, Joseph, and a new patron, Michael Lord, welcome to the show, Robert Levine, Roger Bush IV, and Jazza G. Thank you all so very much for the support. It really does mean a ton to us. We have a tech refresh coming up here pretty soon. Some of the equipment has started rolling in, and I'm trying to make it fucking work. That's why we're late for our live stream this week. But before we wrap this up, I need to remind the folks that we're okay if you don't have the ability to share your love for the show via Patreon. There are multiple methods people can use to show your support. Find us on YouTube and subscribe there, or just leave us a review on whatever service you use to catch us on. Or shoot us an email or a text. We will get around to it. We don't answer them all immediately. We will get back to you, because this show would be absolute garbage without our listeners. And with that, it's time to bring episode number 236 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome.
2: Every message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full
1: internet history. Fuck. Alright, it is time once again for the comments from trolls section and fuck you, we haven't changed our outfits in a week. You guys are assholes for noticing this kind of thing.
0: <laughs> Hold on.
1: <Just> no. <laughs> lori I, i've
0: got a hoodie nah, that hasn't been washed and who knows i, I did
1: online. i did bring down extra shirts i thought i would change them out in the middle of this but i'm like eh, i had not yeah, even I got off my know, fat ass this much. whole time so it. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's too much
1: people need days off that's all i'm saying <laughs> the illusion is ruined <laughs> no behind the camera no and they're gonna be like seeing me wearing different outfits for other videos that are coming out this week and they're gonna be like Wait, what's going on here? I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, so we have a couple of trolls, and these are going to be pretty quick to get through. Uh, we have Louis Bonin, or Lois Bonin, I should say. Uh, it says, and this was the Ray Comfort video where she was confronting the uh, he was confronting the, the lady who was talking about abortion.
2: Oh, wow. yeah, that, that, that video was that a little ragey.
1: Yeah. yeah, and he said, this video is pointless, and there's no common ground of reasoning.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's almost like you can't compromise on bodily autonomy!
2: <laughs> yeah, no, and there is no reasoning with Ray Comfort, you just gotta... Fucking gotta...
0: in, in, these I, sexist I don't motherfuckers! Know. These That's sexist the point. motherfuckers are like, <laughs> you know, we should compromise with the fascists. Just like, halfway to genocide, you know? Just halfway
1: my you know, my favorite you troll
0: women should totally <laughs> compromise on your access to pregnancy care however you deem fit like maybe only like some abortion like you kill it but you have to carry it to term right right right
2: and you know what hey he's allowed to sell his book it doesn't matter that he's extorting the emotions of somebody you know a, another human
1: My my favorite kind of troll that we get quite often around here, and I just go, meh, whatever. But there's one that came across today is like, so what if you don't like Liz And She's not hurting anybody by saying this kind of thing. Why do you care? Why do you care?
2: She She is doing active
0: harm. Yeah, she's just. Yeah,
1: so. You're not going to have common ground of reasoning with Ray Comfort. Sometimes a cigar is just a fucking cigar. We made a video about Ray Comfort because he's a shitty human being and deserves to be shamed publicly you know yeah. that's what we're doing a on that
0: public figure as well
1: yeah this isn't just very some, public
0: this isn't just me going down to like my, my neighbor on the corner and being like this is his name this is his address
1: and, Microphone in your face you know yeah and
0: yeah. like do you're an anti-abortion person i don't know if any of my neighbors are i don't know who it is i don't know it does that because i'm not doing that uh but like like i'm not just confronting just any person we're confronting a public figure and holding them accountable for the words they say, yeah. and refuting their arguments with scientific facts and also ethical realities. Right, and trying to make it funny. Yeah, you That's know, a we fine to fine line. We're fucking dancing on this thing
1: sometimes. You know,
0: yeah. Sometimes
1: we it's not. I
2: mean. I mean, no. sh- shit is horrible. So
1: I mean, if yeah. we're recording this on Saturday. Cheer! The one. That- the one that comes out in eight hours as we're recording right now is going to be a super fucking bummer for anybody that watches it. I'm sorry, I couldn't make that one funny. <laughs> All right, next one we have says Craig Corson, and he says, "Let me know when you guys learn to stay on topic."
2: That's no.
1: not No, <laughs> uh, these digressions are intolerable.
0: Then don't listen. Then, yeah, but then, then you
1: tolerated listen. it enough to make a comment on if if you don't. Care about something? Don't comment on it. Because we're just gonna
0: keep doing
1: this. You're we're saying the exact this. opposite of what I don't care about. Aww, you guys. Do you
0: guys remember when we decided we were gonna rain in blueberries? <laughs> uh,
1: do you
0: remember when we tried to do that? Right. Right. right yeah. Aww, yeah. That was yeah. So cute. <laughs>
1: So anyway, no, pancakes, and I was saying the other day that you know <laughs> it'd be great to have some lobster one of these days. And... <laughs>
0: oh God! I tried. Have you guys tried flatfish yet? What? No. They have the lob- Card
1: game? Flat-
0: no, flatfish oh. is a restaurant with fish, oh. and no. they have a lobster. <laughs> they have lobster and shrimp, grilled cheese.
1: Oh, that's sounds I wanna- good.
0: Yeah, with, we'll like, have to go. <laughs> good- yeah, it's so fucking good.
1: Okay, it's so he says. Good. These digressions are intolerable. I think there, I might what? have read that part already. These digressions are intolerable. What, what was that huh?
2: again? <laughs> I don't know. It's like this guy. Is it, I, hey, Craig, never, that's a bit. Have never conversed with any other human being? <laughs> <laughs> you have never been in, involved in a conversation where somebody goes, oh, that reminds me.
1: All oh, three of us are like archetypes of the people you would want to have a conversation with. <laughs>
2: Shit, this is a story. And uh, I don't
0: remember how it went, but. Oh, there was a joke. I was oh, <laughs> yeah. Dicks. But, oh, yes. oh yeah, dicks. Oh, yeah, dicks. Restaurant, and you guys should try slapfish. We're not getting so, paid for them. It was just really good.
1: A skeleton walked into a bar, and he goes to the bartender, and he says, I'm going to need a mop and a beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: get it. I did it. Hey. Anyway, uh, Tara Sheldon says, what a horrible toxic channel oh thank you for noticing I think I commented and said oh you're so sweet <laughs> Aww. and it says vulgar who is this guy and I think fucking it was maybe yeah. maybe it was a solo one that I did I don't be remember must be a fucking-
0: Fucking yeah, who the fuck is this fucking Who the fuck does this guy think he is?
1: is?
0: This cunt, let me tell you.
1: I'm just an asshole that has a camera, a microphone, and a YouTube. That's all you need to be a YouTube person, guys. And a good solid work ethic. That's that's the other thing you need to have. It
2: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can be you can be a seeping cunt all you want. It just
1: yeah, I mean, we saw that with like Owen Schroyer and
2: right, <laughs> and all these. Oh. Other- most of the most of like the top tier YouTube people are are absolute assholes. Yeah, Entire look at Pewdie- garbage.
1: Look at PewDiePie. He gets people to subscribe to him because they don't want an Indian music channel or something like that to be the number one YouTuber because we got to have a white dude up there or something. Logan it's like-
0: Paul went to the <sighs> Japanese oh, suicide Paul. forest. And found a body.
1: And took pictures and was making commentary live on YouTube, you asshole. Mm-hmm.
0: These are the people who are apparently making the good content that's worth watching. So, I don't know. This channel's uh, not that.
1: Yeah, and they, this person said, uh, let's see, feel dirty. And they put it, dirty in quotes. <laughs> from Me the too. language.
0: Oh, <laughs> from the language? Really? <laughs> too.
1: What? Because what I say an, an, an occasional with
0: the language, goddammit
1: shitcock and fuck tar. Yeah, no, it's just it's
0: just like this <laughs> shitty concept of language purity that gets messed in this bowl of just fuckery. <laughs> Honestly, it's just a bunch of bullshit. And these asses can't handle our like just cunty realness.
1: <laughs> and it says I have to go take a shower, yik, is what they said at the very end. Now I saved this last one. It's a one-word comment that we got. And oh, this is a public service announcement, mainly to the people out there that think that it's it's cool and hip to be a troll kind of thing, to say the kind of shit that you, let's just put it this way, you don't understand how the fucking internet works, and you don't understand a goddamn thing about, like, personal security, or as I like to call it, you don't know OPSEC, you don't know fucking operational mm-hmm. security when it comes to this shit. PMJ Forever uh, wrote this one word comment, and it just says, ASSHOLES, in all caps, and yes we are (laughs) you're not wrong (laughs) but PMJ forever should realize that I can just click on your name and then I could see your profile on YouTube and I scroll down and it's like oh here's some videos of his son playing at playgrounds and stuff and he used the kid's name on the videos and stuff and I'm just like oh boy you know if anybody else was you know (laughs) people could come after you for shit like that if you piss off the wrong person. You know how they say don't f- put a middle finger up when somebody like cuts you off, don't flip somebody off cuz you never know who's going to be the fucking person driving in that other car. Same goes for like YouTube shit, man. Hey, don't
0: lis- listeners, our listeners no harassing. This is not yeah, no, no. no, no, yeah, no, no, no. No, no, and, not a that's, wink and a nod.
1: that's the point that I wanted to bring up is that I saw one of these videos and I shared it with a couple people. Didn't tell them that this person was a troll or anything. I just said, "Look, here's a video that this this that's out here. Let's give it some support and love because it was a kid. It was his kid eating chicken nuggets in a di- in a different way." And I was like, "That's pretty neat. I've never seen that before." I'm like, "Yeah, chicken nuggets." And I gave a like on the video. And then a couple other people came in there and they said, "That's so cool. I never thought of it that way." And they liked the channel and they liked this and it's like. Brother, you could really fucking learn to make bridges with people instead of just shitting on their front lawns. You know, you could. A little bit of kindness goes a long fucking way in this world. Drive by calling people an asshole just is not how. It goes back to the comment we talked about last week where it's like, I bet you guys talk like shit like this in public. Like, obviously, PMJ forever isn't going to say that. He's not going to come by and come to my face and call me an asshole.
0: You know, I have a a few pole sisters who check out the show every once in a while. Yeah. They know my attitude on this show. Do you know what I also have a reputation as? One of the kindest, most supportive, most encouraging people at the studio. I have been told by multiple women, they're always excited when I'm in class because I make them feel feel more valid feel encouraged, feel better about themselves. Yeah, on this show, I can be a fucking asshole, but that's because we're dealing with some really fucking heavy shit. And it gets dark, and it gets heavy. And sometimes all you can do is rage and laugh at the darkness, and the void is so heavy. But that void is also heavy out there in the real world.
5: Mm -hmm. And there are
0: real people that I am dealing with Day-to-day, not public figures like we address on this show, but just real women, really struggling, who need kindness. And I will tell you, I have a reputation for being one of the kindest people you will ever meet. Not nice, kind.
1: So, PMJ Forever, just so you know, man. Like, I would never, ever send anybody that's in our audience or anybody that likes our show, anybody that I talk to on our Slack channel... I would never send them to make disparaging comments or something like no. that. You no. just happen to reach a channel where that's not something we would do. If I find out somebody in our audience is doing that kind of fucking thing, I'm going to block them. If they're a patron, I'm going to get rid of them.
0: Yep. Because Without the internet question.
1: should be a place where we should act how you fucking would in real life. You know, you shouldn't be just drive by calling somebody an asshole like this. I'm not offended by you calling me an asshole. I just want you to know that if you were to do that to somebody that was mentally disturbed, or somebody that, you know, really took a fucking vendetta with something you said. Maybe it was something more than assholes. Maybe you said something terrible to this person. You had information on your fucking page that could have put your, your child in danger, could have put you in danger. Don't fucking do that, you know? If you're going to make a, you make your YouTube channel stuff with you and your family, that's great. But realize you can't use that fucking account to go out there and troll people. You can't
6: do that. And you're an idiot for doing so.